Protect your dream home with American Family Insurance. And you can weather any storm. You'll also save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote. Find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Good evening all, welcome to my humble abode. Tonight I'll be sharing a collection of stories from around the internet, specifically about wendigos and humanoid creatures. So without further ado, let's begin. This happened to my brother, not to me, but I remember the night it happened and it still gives me chills to this day. I can still remember the sound of him running up the stairs screaming, no, 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 the look in his face and him shaking uncontrollably. It happened about 15 years ago, and this is exactly how he still explains his story to this day. Our parents' old house had a den, which had a few couches, a bathroom, a TV, and a laundry room. My brother and I had all our video game stuff down in the den, our computers, um, etc. It was basically a room that only we used. So one night, after a late night of video games, we both took a couch and watched a little TV before calling it a night. I fell asleep, woke up later and went up to my room, leaving my bro still sleeping on another couch. The other couch he was lying on was against a wall. While laying back on the couch, you could see the TV and if you looked straight over your feet, you could see a very small hallway and a bathroom door which was open all the time. We had a dog, called Candy, a small Springer Spaniel. My brother said he woke up to a noise in the bathroom. The lights were all off in the house, only street lamps and moonlights preventing it from being pitch black. He told me that the noise was a growl, and he knew it wasn't the dog. But in the moment, he so hoped it was. He said he quickly shot up from the laying down position and could clearly see a small black shadow running in circles on the bathroom floor. The bathroom floor was tile and you were definitely be able to hear the dog's claws as they touched the bathroom floor. Especially at that speed, it was running in circles. But my brother said he heard nothing, so he then called out the dog's name, hoping that it was her, and that it would stop doing whatever it was doing. Candy, he yelled, and as soon as whatever it was heard that, it stopped immediately. He then heard what he explains as a gurgly growl. At that point he knew what he already knew. It wasn't the dog. Whatever it was started growing, larger and larger, soon taking up the whole bathroom with its size. It's funny now, but my brother explained the creature looking like Doomsday from DC Comics. Not to discredit the whole story by saying he looked like a comic book villain, but to a 14 year old, this was his best comparison to what he saw. He said that he didn't remember how he was able to move so quickly, but he ran up both flights of stairs screaming no no no. He woke up the whole house. Sometimes it still keeps him up all these years later. He was never visited by the creature again. Me being into that sort of thing, I was never able to find something that could possibly be what he saw. It had to be supernatural, 
that it was in the house and then disappeared. My only explanation is it was a demon of some sort, or perhaps it's some kind of humanoid. I'm not entirely sure. Any help would be appreciated. Thank you. My wife and I have been running the rat race for years, with a family, a house in the city, two dogs, a cat, the stereotypical American dream. But the city took its toll. The neighbourhood got worse. The crime rose and we found ourselves looking for a way out. Our opportunity came when I was offered a new job out of state. It was a great career move, but we didn't want to move to a new city just to have the same problems again. So we started looking around and found a great mountain community about an hour and a half from the job and a great ranch-style house with a big black porch, windows everywhere and a lot of property. The backyard has a big grassy area and a creek that cuts the property in half, then acres of woods beyond. It's huge. The house is more than twice the size of our house in the city. It's all updated and has no neighbours within a mile. It's a radical change from the life we lived in the city, but best of all, it was less than half of what we were paying for our old house. The house was a foreclosure and when we asked the listing agent about it, she simply said the old family had abandoned this property. We really didn't think anything of it. The first three months were uneventful. With us settling into our new life, the kids getting used to the new school and new friends, and most of all, us getting used to the big house and property. But then the weather turned cold and things started to get weird on the property. It started with noises from the back property. Things we chalked up to being in the woods. Then the motion lights around the house started going off randomly. Once again, we just chalked it up to being in the woods. But last night, it all changed. Last night was the most terrifying night of my life. One of the dogs was at the back door whining and scratching. I assumed he needed to go in the bathroom, so I grabbed my flashlight and walked out the back door. Instantly, something felt off. The dog bolted for the back property, growling and snarling. It was a cold night, about 30 degrees, but the dog plunged straight into the creek and out the other bank, running off into the woods and in the back of the property. Flashlight bouncing, I ran after him, calling his name. I got to the creek and made my way across the makeshift bridge trying desperately to follow him. I could hear the dog still growling and barking from somewhere up ahead, and I pushed farther away for the safety of the house and deeper into the woods. That's when I heard it. A shriek like I've never heard before in my life. It was a mix of a moaning wail and metal on metal. It echoed through the trees and froze me in my tracks. My dog bounded its way back to me and cowered down behind me. I turned around and could just make out the warm glow of the house behind me and the cold dark ahead of me. I swung my flashlight around wildly, looking for the source of the noise, and that's when I heard an even more terrifying noise. Out of the cold silence, my wife's voice floated all around me. Babe, the voice called out. I whipped back around and could just barely make out the image of my wife safely inside our house. The voice called out again. Babe, I'm right here, came the voice from deeper into the woods. Then came another voice, just as clear as the other. It was my dad's voice. Come out here, it called. 
I swung the flashlight around again and this time caught the briefest glint of light bouncing off eyes. The creature was in my beam of light for barely a second, but it was tall, maybe six feet and ashen white. It had long spindly fingers that gaps the trunks of pine tree, and then it was gone. I turned back and ran towards the house. I ran headlong into the icy creek and stumbled. My dog ran past me, making it back to the yard and up to the porch. I dug my hands into the freezing muddy bank and pulled myself out, not stopping to look back. When I reached the porch, I scrambled inside. My wife ran over to me, asking what had happened. I just shook my head. I'm not certain myself what happened. I had a growing sense of dread tonight as the sun began to fall. We kept the dogs in sight and I haven't dared to look out the back. But as I sit here typing, one by one, the motion lights in the backyard keep going on. I'm an 18 year old male that has had two strange encounters in my life so far. The first was seeing a UFO and the second is what I'm about to share here. So it was around 1am and I was gaming on my PC since it was a weekend and I didn't have to worry about waking up for school. I stood up from my desk and made my way to the bathroom. I did my business as usual, but noticed that the window was open. It was one of those windows that you had to slide to open and close, and since I live in Australia it had mosquito netting. Although it was pitch black outside, during the day it had rained on and off multiple times, and with the wind was picking up I thought we'd go and close the window directly in case it rained again. The window was located directly above the bathtub, so in order to reach it I had to put one foot inside. This window would always require a bit of effort to close, so I started to close it. It made its usual sound as it dragged against the frame. Now before I get into the scary part, I have to explain the layout of the house. This was my old two-storey apartment complex, and outside and under the window is a little roof overhang which shields the back door. As soon as the window started to close, I heard two loud footsteps banging on the roof, and then for a half second I saw the silhouette of a humanoid being, which was entirely black, go past the window as if it had jumped. I heard no landing sound, but this was entirely possible since the fence to the left of the bathroom was about two metres away, and had tall grass on the other side. Now I know it was really dark, but I swear this wasn't a bird or a bat, with its outstretched wings. It was definitely a humanoid shape, and much too large to be a possum. I instinctively jerked back out of the bathtub, and ran into my parents' room screaming, and waking them up. Now this is the part that makes me feel sick in my stomach. My parents' curtains were open, which is normal for them but this means that the creature would have been staring in at my sleeping parents and three-year-old sister since their window had rested slightly above the overhang previously mentioned. I don't know how I managed to sleep that night. If this was truly an alien, then it was only one metre away from me through a wall and a window. I will reply to any questions you guys might have. Three months ago, I was camping with a friend in a very remote part of Northern California. I'm a massive wilderness junkie. I've been camping all my life and I spend much of my free time hiking, rock climbing or hunting. A buddy of mine who also enjoys the outdoors wanted to head up to the Sierras for a weekend and asked me to go with him. It was our second night and we were sitting up by the fire. 
we weren't staying at a campsite. We had hiked about 10 miles from our cars to a clearing with a beautiful view he had stayed at once before. At around 10pm, my buddy got tired and went to sleep in his tent, and I wanted to stay up for a while. About 45 minutes after he went to bed, I saw this object coming up from the valley below. It was a basic flying saucer shape with multiple circular lights rotating around the edges that changed colours over and over. I was absolutely shocked. I watched it for maybe 15 seconds and decided I had to wake him up so he could see it and I wouldn't think I was crazy. I stood and when I looked back towards it, the thing was gone. I called out his name and that's when everything got really messed up. I didn't hear my own voice when called out. Everything was completely silent. I could move my eyes around but couldn't move my body. I remember seeing the fire had completely frozen and everything looked like a picture, like time had stopped or something. Then there was a flash of light and I blacked out. I woke up later just as the sun was starting to rise. I was outside laying in the dark shivering next to fire that had long gone out. I felt like I had been drugged, totally in haze. I sluggishly yelled out my friend's name a couple of times and he came out of the tent. He was really confused to say the least. I tried to explain what had happened but my memory was really foggy and I just couldn't articulate it. We left within 30 minutes. I was totally silent in the car ride back, falling in and out of sleep for 7 hours. He dropped me off at my house and I passed out for basically an entire day. A few weeks later, I was messing around with an amp and it released this static sound when I unplugged my guitar. For some reason, this sound somewhat triggered my memory and I remembered everything. When I came back into consciousness, I was suspended laterally in this circular mechanism in a position very similar to da Vinci's Vitruvian Man. These clear glass-like shackles type restraints were holding me in place. I was completely nude and standing above me were three typical aliens. They were around four feet tall and were wearing white spandex-like suits. Two were just standing there observing the other, who was extracting blood from a vein under my armpit with this weird-looking syringe. Although they didn't show any real reaction, I could still tell that they were surprised that I was awake. I couldn't move at all except for my eyes and lips. I was absolutely terrified. In a sort of fight or flight mode, my heart pounding from an influx of adrenaline, I can't even begin to tell you how scared I was but I also felt total rage. I wanted to kill them, wanted to rip out this device and completely destroy them. My brain went total primal, just animal instinct and I could just tell that they could sense my anger because they all stepped back, simultaneously. I'm 6'3", 185 and I was hoping I looked as threatening as possible which is silly because I was totally paralysed and therefore completely harmless. Two of them disappeared from my view and presumably left the room. The other one was just staring at me void of any emotion. I wanted to so badly just shut my eyes but I forced myself to stare right back at it, trying my hardest not to blink. Then the two others came back and now they weren't alone. I honestly couldn't believe my eyes. Standing behind them were two very tall, very human-like looking beings. A male and a female. 
They looked like Norse gods, with bright golden hair and massive eyes. The males were dark blue and females were violet. I suppose they are what the UFO community refers to as Nordics. This was quite bizarre to me. My family descended from Sweden and I am very Nordic looking, blonde hair, blue eyes, the works. I know this is cliche, but I heard a feminine voice in my mind. For some reason, I could understand what she was telling me, although it wasn't like she was saying anything in English. She told me something like, Be calm, you're not in danger. I relaxed and asked her what they wanted with me. She said that they were just checking up on me. I practically blacked out after hearing that. I asked her what she meant. She said that she had saved me when I first came into the being. I immediately knew exactly what she was talking about. I was born practically two months premature. My mother was horribly sick during labour. We both had fevers of 104. The strange thing is, the doctors had absolutely no idea what was wrong with us. I was given two spinal taps, my mother three. I spent four nights in that bubble housing ICU thing. There was a decent chance I was going to die. Then one day I started getting better and made a full recovery. The doctors were very worried that the whole ordeal might have permanently damaged my body and possibly my brain, but I was totally fine. I asked her, why did you save me? This time I heard a deep male voice stating that this is a conversation for a later time. I asked them if they are human. They said no. I was confused considering that they looked quite human. I asked him if man had come from them. He said yes. That they had come here 200,000 years ago and created mankind by combining their DNA with that of our primate ancestors. I wanted to know why they looked especially similar to me more than other humans. He stated that many males of their kind found female humans attractive and mated with them. This directly passed on some of their physical features to Nordic peoples. I wanted to know more but they declined and said it was time for me to go back. I blacked out instantly and woke up by the extinguished campfire, clothes on and shivering. I understand that this does sound absolutely ridiculous and very impossible, but it happened. I don't know what to do. I've been completely lost since the encounter, but I already feel a bit of relief after posting my story here. I've never had an experience myself, but I do believe in this and similar phenomena. I had never spoken with my girlfriend about this sub, unknown humanoids or any paranormal occurrences for that matter. On Friday night, she and I were at a friend's house and decided to leave at around 1am. It was very foggy outside, being that we live near rivers and creeks in rural Illinois. She goes to the gas station on her way home to the rural town where we both live, about a block away from each other. I get home and don't hear from her, for a bit anyway, until she calls me very shaken up and crying. She says on her drive home she saw something crouched in the road on the right side. It looked to be fairly small, possibly a child. She rolled her window down and asked if they were okay and got no answer. She pulls over and gets out of the car, walked up to whatever this was and attempted to ask if it needed any help. 
The thing stands up on two feet at over six feet and lets out a good awful screech and runs off off the road into some pretty dense wood near a tributary of the Kaskaskia River. She can't say if it was a boy or a girl, but can say she's never heard something like that before. She's pretty jarred up about the experience. I'm not sure if this is the right place to post this, but I'm scared beyond belief. After hearing stories and looking stuff up online, I'm fairly sure it was a wendigo. Me, my son and girlfriend were attacked by something. We were camping up in the northmost area of Washington. My girlfriend is incredibly superstitious, so she insisted we brought weapons. So I had my combat knife and a 12 gauge shotgun, and she brought a .22 rifle alongside a newly sharpened machete. Our son was just three years old at the time. She and I were set on edge from a park ranger, who seemed very tense and uneasy, who stopped us and instead of confiscating our weapons, told us to be careful and stay safe, then sent us along our way to the camp. When we got there, we were informed that several visitors had spoken about some unnatural noises and a pale creature that would mimic voices and sounds of people who weren't talking or seeming to be distracted. I laughed and put the idea out of my mind, thinking myself, there's no way. They must be messing with us, but I knew better, so then reached the area we were going to set up camp. We immediately got a fire ready to light and set up our tent and bags. I fed my son as my girlfriend ate a snack. We decided to get a lay of the area, so me and my girlfriend hiking around for about an hour or so, I had one of those baby carrying backpacks and my son started to get real heavy. Everything seemed normal until I saw something down the almost path we were on. We walked closer to investigate and saw drag marks. It looked as if someone had killed a buck. There was a hole outline in the dirt with a small dried pool of blood as if someone grabbed it from the antlers and pulled. That wouldn't be possible for any man to do. The buck or whatever it was would have been way too big for that. Shaken, we rushed back to base camp and restarted the fire and hurried back into our tent. Too afraid to leave since it was dusk by now, we stayed inside the tent and my girlfriend put her son to bed. Eventually, probably from the exhaustion of fright, we fell asleep. What must have been hours later, I woke to a faint rasping sound that sounded like a child crying. I gazed outside in confusion and saw the outline of a creature that seemed to be a buck standing over something. It seemed to be about 20 feet away, but at a closer glance had unnaturally long limbs for a buck, and was eerily tall. In sudden fear, I unloaded two shots into the creature and heard a loud blood-curling cry. My girlfriend awoke screaming to the shots I had fired as I tried to explain what I had heard. To my surprise, the animal hadn't moved an inch. Then I noticed the stains on the side of the animal. It looked like blood was running down the edge, and lots of it. It stared at me deep into my eyes as I became petrified with fear. A sinister feeling of dread fell over me as if I knew I couldn't move. I thought to myself, what if it starts to bolt towards us? Just then, this tall, decrepit, demonic thing seemed to whisper something. I couldn't exactly tell what it was saying, but it seemed to have said, I need more children. My girlfriend screamed asking where her son was, 
We blacked out and in the morning we awoke to park rangers at our campsite. We didn't see our son anywhere. We told the rangers that he was missing and they started a search party. I explained what had happened and strangely they seemed to believe it. The one who seemed to be older by at least a decade pulled along the one we met earlier and whispered in his ear. I only heard a single line and I am not even sure if it was what I had heard. But it sounded like he said, it's getting bolder. They didn't seem to want us by ourselves so they waited with us while they continued the search. We stayed in a log cabin for three days with a forest ranger when suddenly some rangers came into the cabin saying that they couldn't find our son. My girlfriend starts to sob. I start to hate myself thinking that I could have done something if I wasn't frozen in fear. We rushed outside only to find some injured and frightened police officials. The rangers wouldn't tell us anything of what happened or what they saw, or why the cops were scared shitless. All we know is that we don't have a son anymore. God help whoever goes into that forest next. And please, please don't bring your kids with you. This happened in the middle of the night at my mum's house some years back in Northern California. I was asleep on the floor in the living room. Next to the living room is a room that can be seen through two large windows and French doors. We call it the middle room. Next to that was my mum and stepdad's bedroom. The light in the middle room was left on, partly dimmed at night. I woke up and saw three short, what I can only presume to be grey aliens walking around in the middle room. They were about five feet tall, had long, skinny arms, and were wearing dark coloured jumpsuits. The arms stood out to me the most because of how thin they were, no muscle tone like you would see in a human. The eyes looked solid black and were larger than a human's, though not as large as shown in some depictions. I don't remember about the nose and mouth other than those features were small and not noticeable. I don't remember any details about the hands. I was able to sit up part way as I was watching them, but I had no energy to do anything else. They didn't seem to notice that I was watching them. Within a couple of minutes, I fell back asleep. I'm guessing that they transmit something to keep everyone passed out, but sometimes it doesn't always work. Here's the kicker. In the morning, my mum walked in and said the aliens were there the night before. I then told her that I saw them too and asked her how many there were and what they looked like. Her description matched what I had seen. She's had other alien encounters, but this was the only time there was a witness, being me. Thank you all for listening. If you're new, subscribing would mean a bunch. And if you have any stories of your own, please feel free to share them with me with the links in the description. I would love to read them and perhaps feature that in a future video. Anyway, I hope you all have a pleasant evening, and I'll see you all in the next one. Thank you.